Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I'm your host, E.B. Johnson, top writer on Medium.com, published author, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. You've landed on the podcast that takes you on a journey into the heart of relationships and self-discovery. This is a must listen for those who are ready to overcome their toxic relationships and their toxic patterns. You can expect real talk, practical guidance, and raw and relatable guests that you'll be talking about for weeks. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello again, my lovelies. It is me, E.B., your favorite podcast host, your favorite TikTok educator, and your favorite medium.com writer. And we are back, back, back in the studio today with another great episode. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and I'm even feeling a bit chirpier as well, which is going to be perfect to help us cover today's topic. And it is going to be a doozy, another doozy. You know, that's all I bring you guys. Um, This one is going to be really, really interesting because it is going to focus on a portion of the narcissism spectrum that we've never talked about before. That's right. We're going to be talking about echoism, where it sits on the narcissistic spectrum, what it is, how we get it, and most importantly, how we can defeat the echoist inside all of us. Just before we jump into it, however, you know, I've always got to come in and hit you with an update. And this is one that so many of you, so, 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 so many of you have been waiting for. It is official. My monthly group coaching program is live and open on patreon.com. This online coaching program is ideal for anyone who has maybe been flirting with the idea of coaching with me, but who maybe isn't really ready to make the leap into, let's say, one-on-one, the the commitment of one-on-one coaching. Um, This group coaching program is way more accessible uh, and it's it's an easier investment, right, for those who aren't ready to jump in on to the one-on-one coaching. Uh, It's for those who have plateaued in traditional therapy methods, you've kind of hit a wall with your therapy and you've you've got the knowledge, but you notice that the change just isn't really happening. Um, it's for people who are childhood trauma survivors. It's great if you are a narcissistic abuse survivor. And it's especially good for anyone out there who really is trying to build a village for themselves, find some kind of community who understands where you're coming from and where you're going on this healing journey. Now, when you sign up for my group coaching program, it's not like other coaches, right? I'm not just going to send you some flimsy email once a week um, with an article and wish you good luck. Okay. Um, as with anything else I do, it serves the purpose. It serves the purpose to help you act and to help you heal. So what you get when you sign up for the, the growth group monthly coaching program, you get exclusive content from me, which can include ebooks, it's going to include videos, special announcements, early releases, all kinds of good stuff. But you also get regular live video workshops with me and with some really incredible special guests. And what those do is we sit down, we we dig deep into something that's really important to you. And then there's a live Q&A at the end so you can ask your questions and get the help that you need from me and other experts in the field. The best part of joining the growth group, though, is that when you join us on Patreon, you immediately get instant access to our private Discord community. So that means you can get online, you can chat to everyone else in the community um, or just your favorites, and you can chat to me. I host exclusive live events on this app 
we can just pop in and have chats. And I also log in throughout the day, throughout the week to answer your questions and to help give you advice and help really motivate you and get you moving forward in making those big emotional and mental strides for yourself in 2023. Joining is super easy. All you have to do is head over to patreon.com slash practical growth and you can sign up there. There is a catch though. As with anything that I do coaching wise, I want to make sure that you are getting the best and you are getting the attention that I can fully give you. So this group coaching program is limited to only 30 students at a time. There's no application. It's first come first serve. So if you are serious about getting coached by me about building that community about really being able to institute lasting change in your life, then head over to patreon.com slash practical growth and sign up now for my monthly group coaching membership. There's no pressure. There's you know, no expectations and you can cancel at any time. All right. So now that we've got all that housekeeping out of the way, let's jump right into the episode, right into the goodness. Echoism. Echoism. This is probably the first time that most of you have heard the word echoism. So what the heck am I talking about? What does that even mean? To understand this condition, which is primarily involved with narcissistic personality disorder and narcissistic abuse, you have to first understand the story of echo. Okay. Echo, which is the root of the word echoism, uh, we call it, we kind of know it as a call and response, but really uh, it refers back to an old Greek myth, uh, the myth of Echo. And she was essentially like a type of mountain nymph. And because she helped Zeus hide his infidelities, um, Zeus's wife, the queen of, you know, where the gods lived, came down and she cursed Echo. Now, the curse she put on Echo was that Echo could only repeat the last thing that had been said to her. She could never say anything original of her own. And it doesn't seem like that bad of a curse until one day when Echo was running through the woods, she met Narcissus. Narcissus. That will sound familiar, won't it? So Echo sees Narcissus, who is beautiful, and she falls in love with him. Unfortunately, she can't tell him. All she can do is follow him around in the woods and repeat the last thing he says to her. Eventually, she reveals herself to him, but Narcissus, who's in love with himself, completely rejects her. He's disgusted by her. He casts her away. So Echo, heartbroken, resigns herself to the shadows and continues to follow Narcissus around. Now, Narcissus, of course, who is now of narcissism fame, he ends up finding a reflection of himself in a pool And he lays down next to it and just keeps staring at himself until he dies. And Echo watches the whole thing. Heartbroken, she wastes away after Narcissus dies looking at himself. Until there's nothing left but the faint and hollow echo of her voice. Now that story of Echo is where we get the term echoism, okay? Echoism is a condition in which essentially someone becomes petrified of becoming a narcissist, of having narcissistic attention put on them. So what they do is they pull themselves back into the shadows. They make themselves as small as possible. They try to take up as little room as possible, get as little attention as possible, all in the efforts of not seeming narcissistic, of not behaving in a way that they deem to be narcissistic. Now, this this kind of term, this this condition of echoism, it exists on the same spectrum with narcissism. 
Because narcissism itself is not just a matter of someone with narcissistic personality disorder. Okay, that's what lies on one extreme end of the spectrum. But it is a spectrum. There's a wide array of narcissistic behaviors, uh, ways in which narcissism, even diagnosable, manifests in people, right? Because you have a covert narcissist, a grandiose narcissist, a communal narcissist. Um, There's so many different ways that narcissism manifests. And sometimes it's the traits are actually healthy in a way, okay? Because narcissism itself exists as an evolutionary tool to protect us, essentially. Because imagine if we didn't have some inherent care for ourselves, if we weren't able to prioritize ourselves, what would happen? We'd be lemmings running off a cliff, right? So narcissism is a spectrum. And on one extreme end, you have narcissistic personality disorder and people with narcissistic personality disorder who can act in all kinds of extreme ways. But opposite that person, what you find is an echoist, is an echoist, the person who lacks any form of narcissism whatsoever, not even healthy narcissism. And they go so far to the other end of the narcissism spectrum that they actually become harmful to themselves. Essentially, what you find with echoists, uh, the common thread that kind of binds them together, as it were, is a pattern of narcissistic abuse. More often than not, someone who is an echoist, who becomes an echoist, who shows echoistic um, personalities, which I will describe here in just a second, um, generally they have at some point in their lives been exposed to narcissistic abuse and become aware of it either consciously or subconsciously, right? They become to, they come to see those narcissistic traits as like monstrous, as bad, as scary, as terrifying. So they work double hard uh, to not appear that way. They don't want those symptoms to appear in themselves. They want to be small so that they don't become the monster under the bed. Essentially, it's it's a kind of fall of passion for in a way like they've had this this extreme encounter and it has changed their core beliefs, their core values. The person who's dealing with echoism is captured by fear. They don't want to become their abuser. So they learn to put themselves intentionally in the rear of their own lives. You know, the, the narcissist in whatever way, however they get it, they crave that validation of the spotlight. Right. But the echoist avoids it. They don't want to feel special. They will do anything to not feel special or important. So they just make themselves painfully small. They break themselves down um, so that they cannot become that version of self that they're terrified of. While that might seem like a good thing, especially if you're listening to this and you're like, well, that's good because you're not you don't want to be a narcissist. They're conscious of their narcissistic traits. Um, No, it's it's the extreme opposite. It's the extreme opposite. And here's why. There are some life altering symptoms. Okay, when you struggle with this kind of echoistic tendencies, it touches on everything in your life, not just your self-esteem. You will end up playing that exact same game like Echo of that hide, call and repeat and you force yourself into teeny tiny boxes and it's all in a desperate craving for safety, love and acceptance from the community around you. So let's let's look at those symptoms then. What do these symptoms look like acted out in real life? What is this echoism in real life? What does it look like? Um, first, someone who's an echoist usually has an extraordinary amount of empathy, extraordinary empathy, extreme empathy. Um, they've had the lows of the abuse and they don't like feeling that way and they don't want anyone else to feel that way because they're aware of how painful it is. Um, There's also a total fear of personal praise. They don't like to be told that they're good, that they're special, that they're great. They have an inability to recognize personal needs. Now, that's a big one. 
That is a big one. They come to see their personal needs. Getting their needs met is narcissistic because they've seen this narcissistic person consistently always get what they want, um, which they will say, oh, well, I need this. These are my needs. Uh, And the narcissist gets everything. And so the echoist comes to see that as like a scary, scary thing as well. Uh, They refuse to ask others for help. They do anything to avoid becoming a burden. They will actively reject outward validation and it becomes more than just self-deprecating. They just won't put themselves in any position in which they could naturally shine with whatever their natural greatness is. Um, They prioritize getting along over honesty. They have an inability to set healthy boundaries with others. They internalize all blame all blame. They will take on everything around them and just accept it as their fault. Uh, if it means keeping the peace and keeping everyone else around them happy with them, it's kind of like extreme people pleasing, um, which is which is another symptom, right? People pleasing before personal pleasing. And last but not least, the development of anti attention seeking behaviors. They develop behaviors which help them avoid attention at all costs. They want to always be in the background. They never want to get praise. They never want eyes on them, not even for a good thing, right? Not even from people they love. Uh, The echoist will do anything to remain in the shadows, just like their namesake. It is an incredibly damaging and dangerous way to live. It leaves you at the mercy of even more narcissists. It makes you an automatic doormat to others and it leaves you resentful and miserable, right? Because once once you are in this, this echoistic place, you become disgusted, you become uncomfortable at the thought of, you know, the attention being on you, even for good things. Consciously and subconsciously, you shove yourself down to the bottom of the barrel and then you will fight to keep yourself there. I mean, you will sabotage the crap out of yourself if it means keeping yourself meek, mild and disposable to other people. When you're an echoist, ultimately, you come to this place where you'd rather be invisible than risk rejection. And that's where you miss out on everything good in life. And you end up meeting everyone else's needs and avoiding your personal needs, which means in no way can you be happy, healthy, emotionally stable or whole, which then means you can't even have good re- the good relationships that you think you're trying to chase in the first place because you're the missing piece, right? You, you just completely cut yourself out. All because you don't want to be a narcissist. And, and it turns into an almost self-obsessive loop where you're constantly thinking about yourself and how crappy you need to be. And, and to be honest, that's not entirely opposite from the narcissist who is also constantly thinking of themselves and where they want to project themselves on the people around them. So what do we do then? What do we do? Because if you don't honestly, openly confront those kind of behaviors in yourself, you're going to end up in a tragedy, right? You're going to end up in an abusive relationship, either at work or at home or with your family. You're going to end up miserable. You're going to end up resenting yourself because you're going to become painfully aware of all the self-sabotage you've done. So what what happens so that you don't end up like Echo wasting away and being nothing but the half-hearted repetitions of the people around you? How do you not become that person? Because you can. Like, you can stop it. Whatever you're doing that you don't like, whatever aspect of yourself you don't like inside, you can make it better. You can make it better. You can incorporate it. You can be still become whole. 
right? But to do that, there's a few things that you're going to have to do to overcome this echoism. One, you need to understand the spectrum. You need to understand that narcissism is a spectrum. Echoists have a, a, a kind of all or nothing way of thinking, which is very much like a narcissist, right? They they just declare any kind of attention on me, any kind of validation is narcissistic. So that makes me self-centered and it makes me wrong. And that's just not true, right? It's like the narcissist saying, this is all good or this is all bad. It's not true. Narcissism is a spectrum and, and some narcissistic traits in some ways at some levels are a natural part of human evolution. We need them to stay safe, to pri- be able to prioritize ourselves. So you need to understand if you're going to overcome your echoism that there is a healthy level of narcissism. And it's okay to be narcissistic sometimes. And sometimes there's even types of narcissists who aren't bad, right? So it's just, you've got to understand the reality, get out there and research it and look into healthy narcissism and how it can help you preserve yourself. Next, you have to lean into celebration. One of the big problems with echoists is they have no ability to recognize their own strengths and to celebrate their own strengths. That's not to say you have to walk around and brag and be be arrogant and demand all the attention from everyone around you for the good traits that you have. That's not it. You just have to stop minimizing the good inside of yourself. When you see something good or you do something good, you have to be able to say, that was good. There is a balance. There is a balance. So while it's good not to crave constant spotlight, you still have to be able to acknowledge and celebrate your victories. Okay. Seek out the balance. Third, you need to establish higher quality connections in your life. I get so tired of saying this and you're probably tired of hearing me say it, but the reality of it is you are only as good as the kind of people you keep in your life. If you keep surrounding yourself with miserable people who are stuck in a rut, who are determined to be miserable and who are determined to only see the worst in the world, that is all you are going to find on your healing journey. Okay. When you are an echoist, you get stuck with a lot of toxic people because you're a doormat and a people pleaser. And it's mostly toxic people who like to use others for those things. So you have to change that pattern consciously. And you've got to start seeking out high quality people who make it easy for you, who don't make you feel like a burden when you just need to ask for help. Form higher quality social connections with empathetic people. That's the centering on empathetic people. And that makes it easier for you to ask for help to break those patterns of echoism. Last but not least, if you are going to overcome this echoism, you have to let the light in. You have to be human. You have to just let the cracks show so that the light can come through. And this light looks like asking people for help. It looks like letting yourself be vulnerable. It looks like Standing to the side and saying, I don't think I can do this by myself. I need someone beside me. I need a village. I need support. I am not perfect. I don't have all the answers and it's okay. That is what you have to do. You have to embrace your humanity and stop worrying about how the world sees you as, you know, some perfect person or some some martyr or the person who is nobly, you know, sacrifices for others because they were, you know, burdened by abuse. You got to stop it. Just be a human, the good, the bad, and connect with other humans in that humanity. And from there, we are able to start anew, right? If you're someone who is confronting these shades of echoism in your life, that point, the point at which you find the courage to be human is when the entire reset happens. It's when the entire reset happens. And that reset is beautiful because it means you don't have to die in the puddle besides nar- beside Narcissus, right? 
You don't have to waste away while you watch someone waste themselves away in self-obsession. It doesn't have to be that way. We all deserve to be acknowledged for the work we do in this life, especially from the people that we, you know, we have intimate relations, intimate connections with, our family, our friends. So if you saw yourself, you heard yourself in this discussion today, then this is your call to action. This is it. It's time for you to step up for yourself. It's time to break the cycle. It's time to be strong and be able to celebrate the fullness, the fullness of your humanity and this new future that you're building for yourself. That is it for today's episode. That is it, 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 it. I hope you found it enlightening. I hope you found something in there that maybe blew your socks off a little bit or is going to get you going over to Google um, to look a little bit deeper and to figure out maybe some, some more truths you didn't realize before. As always, if you did enjoy the episode, if you did find something useful in it, I would be very grateful if you would head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. Um, If you take a screenshot of that five-star review when it goes live and email it to me, admin at therealebjohnson.com, I'll send you a free ebook. It really is that simple. So head over to applepodcast.com, leave a quick five-star review, and uh, let me know when you do. To everyone else, thank you so much for following me on TikTok, for following me on Medium, for applying for my coaching course, um, and for, for, you know, joining my new group membership. Um, I'm very, very grateful. And we've got so many more things that we're going to be celebrating this year. So thank you again. I couldn't do any of it without your support. I truly love each and every one of you. Um, Can't wait to see where this wild ride takes us in 2023. So until next time, keep your heads up, keep your eyes on the stars and keep moving forward. Bye-bye.